Good morning, Marcus. How are you? All right, thank you. I think we know um, who's behind perhaps some of the... Um, I'm going to word this very carefully. Recoveries, if you like, in the expense of Australia spending time at the uh, COP26. I've been sent a whole stack of photos of Santos billboards. I mean, I don't get it. Why is Santos, a fossil fuel company, being promoted by the Australian government at COP26? It's outrageous. I've got a deeper question for you. No, no. Hang on. Before, can you answer uh, that though? I just, I, I, don't I don't know. Understand. I don't know, Marcus. Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, can you ask next time you're in the yeah, Senate? Find yeah, out can, for me I can, because I just think it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, but what's even more ridiculous is there's no resolution at Glasgow, which which doesn't surprise me at all. It's, it's as I thought it would be because the biggest hydrocarbon users and the biggest producers of carbon dioxide in the world are either not there or telling Joe Biden to stick it. In fact, Joe Biden's own country and his own party, the Democrats in America, are laughing at him and saying, we are not signing this, mate. Go away. That's the state of West Virginia, entirely democratic state, powerfully democratic state, saying, go to hell, Joe. And so we've got China not turning up. We've got India not turning up. And India saying they won't do anything until 2070. We've got Brazil, Russia. South Korea, the largest producers of carbon dioxide in the world, saying, go to hell. Now, well, you've got to ask that question, Marcus. I know you're a lefty, but you've got to ask the question. (laughs) Why no resolution? I'll tell you why. Tell me why. There is no data underpinning this. It is a scam. There is no objectivity. If there was data, Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, Scott Morrison would all say, here it is, go and do something about it. Mm. And everyone would say, God, he's got a good question. Let's go and do it. Now, listen. China is the world's biggest producer of carbon dioxide. It's saying, go away. We're not going to wreck our economy for this rubbish. It's, there's mm-hmm. no science behind it. France is saying, Australia, you must do something. You must save the planet. You must fulfill your responsibility. France is powered by nuclear energy. It is not going to have anything to lose. This is going to destroy our country because Paris Agreement, there was no agreement. It was a scam, and the country's could not resolve anything, and what they, what they agreed on was to go away and come back with your own commitments. We came back with a commitment under Malcolm Turnbull to destroy our economy. China said, go to hell. America pulled out of it under yeah. Trump. What we've got is a massive scam here. All right, well, and by the way, have you still not found anyone to debate me? <laughs> hang on, hang on, before I get I'm to I'm still that, waiting. I know. <laughs> Uh, You say that Glasgow has been a fizzer with no deal. It showcases the hypocrisy, deceit, theft and government's lack of integrity and accountability on this. You talk again that no one has the evidence and all the rest of it. Um, Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. true. Uh, But again, I come back to my question. (laughs) What are Santos doing there on billboards? Well, what, what, what are, uh, there are many big questions that need to be asked about this. You can ask that question about Santos, and, and I'll be happy to ask that question. It's Santos looking after his, his own interests. But what about the people putting up lies about climate and, and, and costing the hum, human race to pay for this rubbish? Mm. It's, a, it's a massive fraud to take money off the people. Look, you've got, you've got billionaires screaming in there on their private jets. We've got 25,000 people jetting in from all over the world. 250 private planes, Malcolm. 250 f- p- 
private jet airlines. Well, I read the figures were 400 of the damn thing. Oh, well, there you go, even more. Yeah, and, and so what we've got is no scientific evidence. We've got huge cost, no impact whatsoever from any agreement that Australia will sign. We've got other people laughing at us. We've got the major producers of carbon dioxide, China, South Korea, Russia, Brazil, India, doing nothing. And the poor, yet again, will pay the price for the rich to get richer. We've got Malcolm Turnbull, Tim Flannery, who's the clowned climate science. We've got Tim Flannery, and we've got the millionaires like Twiggy Forrest jetting in there because Twiggy Forrest and other billionaires are the ones making money or looking to make money out of this. And we will be paying for it. The, the average bloke in this country will be paying for it. And the sheer hypocrisy, the sheer hypocrisy of what's going on. And people are starting to wake up. It is absolutely disgraceful. All right, as well as stealing farmers' property rights, government climate policies, you say, have destroyed electricity, uh, our sector taking us from the world's cheapest to the most expensive. It's gutted manufacturing and added, as you and I have mentioned many times, $1,300 per year to average households' electricity bills. Yes, but, you know, there's been a very good development um, Last year, in 2020, in August, I invited 19 politicians to, who have been calling for cuts to carbon dioxide from human activity in Australia, prominent politicians, all federal. I asked them for their evidence. Not one provided me with any evidence. Not one. Four replied. One of them thought he presented the science. I ripped it to shreds. That was Trent Zimmerman. Ripped it to shreds. He did not come back. Morrison, Little Proud, and Karen Andrews replied with nonsense, absolute nonsense, and, I, and, I, and that, is, that is just not acceptable. That justifies the fact that there's All no right. evidence. Now, but there, are, there is some hope. I also invited 10 people to provide me with the evidence, and they came back and they said there has never been presented any such evidence to them in Parliament or to their parties. And I'll read out the, the names of these people because they have shown integrity and they are showing courage. Lou O'Brien, National Party. Craig Kelly, then a Liberal, now no longer a Liberal. Kevin Andrews, a Liberal. Senator Erica Betts, a Liberal. George Christensen, a National. Senator Connie Fioravanti-Wells from your state, New South Wales, mm. a strong Liberal. Bob Catter, uh, Catter Australia Party. Senator Pauline Hanson, Senator Jared Rennick, a Liberal. I also got one Labor MP, uh, a senator actually, who promised to send me the article, send me, send me his response, yeah. saying that he's never been given any evidence, but he withdrew at the last minute because he was uh, I'm afraid, I'm, I'm guessing he was afraid of the backlash. What we've got is we've got these senators, these MPs, willing to state in public that they have never, ever been given any evidence from their party nor from the parliament. And I just remind you, too, that John Howard, who brought in a disgusted government, disgusting government, brought in these policies and are now gutting our country, stole farmers' property rights, went around the Constitution to do it, and, and he has admitted, six years after he got the boot from Benelong and the Prime Ministership, he admitted that on the, on the topic of climate science, he is agnostic. In other words, he's got no science. All of this was started by the John Howard government, and that is what, and they did not have the science. They've admitted it. The father of the Senate, Ian MacDonald at the time in 2016, stood up in December 2016, looked across the chamber at me and said, I don't always agree with Senator Roberts, but I have to give him the credit for starting the debate on climate science. 
that this parliament has never had. Marcus, there is no evidence for any of this crap. None right. whatsoever. Well, why then, Malcolm, nobody, is nobody seemingly listening to uh, you and uh, those aforementioned politicians that you've uh, just summarised for us? Because parliaments are no longer accountable to the people. Parliaments serve the parties. Parliaments serve the party donors. And we have got to get back to the parliaments serving the country, holding parliaments accountable. We have a bunch of sheep in, in parliament. We have gutless, ignorant, insecure, dishonest people representing the country. Right. We have, that, that, that's the bottom line. We have got to change parliament, get the minor parties into parliament, get some independence into parliament, and hold the major parties accountable. We have got to change parliament. People have got to stop voting for the same old donkeys in the Labor, Liberal, <laughs> Greens, National Parties. All right. Just before I let you go, um, we know that diplomacy is important on a, a global scale for a whole range of reasons, just taking the climate debate out of it. But, you know, uh, defence. What do you make of the current spat between Australia and France? Oh, again, Marcus, it's, it's not based on evidence. It's not based on solid data. It's just been a game. Greg Sheridan, who I've got a some respect for, who writes in The Australian. Yeah. I know it's News Corp and you don't go with the News Corp, but... <laughs> no, so do I, so do I, mate. I agree with you. But Greg Sheridan <laughs> writes occasionally good articles. He don't seems be to be like a little... Don't, seems... don't be like that. When you say I don't go with News Corp, I just think they're a little biased. That's all. I mean, well, I... well, yeah, they are in some ways. Every paper has its bias. But we all and, are. That's yeah. all right. And, and, and anyway, Greg Sheridan points out that this submarine issue goes from one government to the next. It's never based on sound data. It's just an emotional ploy to get people in to think that we're doing the right thing for security. And the government, and he said, he bets that they will never, ever build a submarine in this country. He bets that there will never be a, a proper submarine fleet that we can call our own. He bets that, that, that it'll just be passed from one government to the next. And the reason that happens hmm. is that there's no data driving decisions. Da decisions in Parliament are opinion-based, um, ideologically based, rather than data-based. We are not in, in Parliament in this country under Labor, Liberal, Nationals and Greens. Hmm. People are making decisions based on ideology, emotions, grabbing headlines, getting votes, rather than on what the people need. Right, we mate. have got to change Parliament. Thank you, Malcolm. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Have a good day. There he is, uh, One Nation Senator Malcolm Robbins.